wow, what Jalal, and you know, the Jamal. And so we went from Yusuf, which is so Jamal, really, because they're the wrongdoers, you could say, who are the brothers, ended up being completely absolved and, and, and forgiven and embraced. And to um, this intense Jalal, uh, you know, and display of divine absolute power. And so, um, you know, Effendi said once about the Quran, he said, well, it's like a parent, you know, who threatens. They're not going to carry out their threat, but they threaten in order to, uh, to, to bring the, you know, their children to the right way or to prevent any evil happening. So it, that came to mind as we were listening to this, that, you know, when you hear this, I mean, it's, it's scary, it's, it, it's intense. And, and we take, that's why we take refuge from the fire. We take refuge with Allah, the all merciful, from, from the fire of negativity. Um, but if we can look at it really as that Allah is calling both through the Jamal and the Jalal, so um, the Jamal is Allah is always returning, uh, the forgiver, the, the most merciful, the one who covers our, our wrongdoings, the one who is near, the one who is Mujib, who responds to our prayers, um, uh, you know, and the one who forgives everything. This is how Allah has described uh, himself or herself. So... Um, and then that's the Jamal, and then comes this intense Jalal, you know, and, and the, what the surah as it opened, uh, the one right after uh, Joseph, was opening very much with acts of power. And, and um, let's see, the, that's the rod you know, that Allah is the, the master and, and the Lord of, of the universe and Allah, it, it points to power just like the lightning and thunder are uh, signs of, of, of divine power and beauty also, of course. And um, Allah is the, the creator of the earth and, and has set this magnificent setting, this stage uh, for humanity. You know, this is the Rabbil uh, Alimin and, and the Malikul Mulk. So already we are moving into a zone of, of um, sovereignty and, and majestic sovereignty. And then, you know, come uh, those series of verses that are so scary and tense, really, for our soul. So, and, and that's what they're, I think that they're, that's why they're the medicine for, you know, arrogant souls who feel they have power over themselves, over the earth, over other people. Uh, this is pure arrogance when they set themselves up as, as lords before Allah. And so here Allah is displaying, no, I am the Lord. I am the one to whom all in the heavens and the earth bow and uh, turn to me, but then immediately comes the mercy for those who turn, who ask forgiveness, and uh, who seek refuge from 
arrogance or pride or any of those um, lordly traits. So the, the dervish is really the one who divests themselves of lordliness in any form. And as Shweb told us just the other day, Ibn Arabi said that he was free of any lordliness, which is, uh, you know, a quite remarkable station. And we might think, oh, well, we're not lordly. You know, we have no money or we have no great means, or, but we only have to look within, you know, to our, our thinking or our, that's where the subtle pride, what Sheikh Noor talks, speaks about. And uh, we find lordliness. We know that we own things. So we forget that all belongs to Allah. We, we think that we create our own life. I mean, in a sense, design it or manage it. And uh, we think we have control over our lives. So all of this is still a, a degree of, of lordliness that inshallah our path will help us to divest from until we come utterly slave, utterly transparent to um, to the only one. So, you know, these are some of my thoughts. Um, and going back to Yusuf, it, it's truly the dervish path. Um, you know, the, the soul, the spirit, Yusuf, the, the higher soul who comes into the world and is not recognized in ourselves. So the whole drama, we could also see it as taking place in our own human framework that we deny or we don't recognize our true prophetic uh, heart. And we are all descended also from prophets. We're all descended from Adam and Eve. So we are in the prophetic family and our nature is prophetic, but our creation has set up these uh, dichotomies and, and, and these uh, contradictions and conflicts, but ultimately our, our prophetic nature will, will triumph, will be victorious. So uh, the path of love with Yusuf is such a story of love, of separation from first from his father. Can you imagine as a child who adored his father and his father adored him and then being brought out, you know, helplessly by his brothers and cast away and what pain he must have gone through. It's not necessarily dwelt on in, in the Quranic passages, but, and, and then being brought to a foreign land, being a slave, but then finding you know, support and, and, and succor and friendship in the household, but then <laughs> uh, the problem with Zuleika who fell in love to him. And so, uh, you know, he's put in such, you realize his trials, how many trials he went through and then put into jail. But there in jail, he comes to the truth in himself. So again, like the dervish path, when we suffer, when we find uh, difficulty and then in some kind of intense moment, uh, you know, the truth really reveals itself in our heart. And, um, and then ultimately this great reconciliation of all the loving parts that were separated, you know, the father and, and child, then the, the brothers and the brother and Zuleika and Yusuf and all, all of it is, that's why it's such a encouraging, uh, Surah, all is brought back together.
in in peace and 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 love and harmony so alhamdulillah but then we plunge right away into the great battlefield back again you know but that's that's what we 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 go through that's what we go through so Again, it's like anything we do in community, our, our dervish path we do in community, we would never be able to attain, reach, uh, be given what we receive uh, and without our community. And so it's the same with understanding, with re you know, receiving the gift of Quran. You know, I mean, I'm just taking from what maybe I heard, you know, my sheikhs say, but the as I understand it, the Umul Kitab is the, the primordial or, or uh, book of totality that, um, that all the revelations come from. So it's the source, just the Um is the mother, as we know. So it's like the womb of all revelation, all holy books. Uh, but the Quran is sometimes also equated with the Umm al-Kitab when it's translated correctly. I mean, you know, uh, but so that's my understanding, Sati. The Umm al-Kitab is that original um, ocean of, uh, limitless ocean of divine knowledge and um, and potential revelation that flows into all the books, all the revelations. It's the mother of the book. But sometimes, you know, the mother of the book is, as I say, so their varying understandings is also called, for instance, the Fatiha, as the mother of the Quran. So everything has a mother. And uh, so we could say the Fatiha is the Umul Kitab also. And that's why it's so powerful, because it's, it contains everything as the mother would, the source contains all. But um, so in the Umul Kitab, there is no um, con contradiction, you know, between one revelation and another. It's um, when we go back to the source, it's all, of course, in complete harmony and lucidity. But as it goes through revelation, as it, it come, appears in different eras, as it takes on material form, then you get diversity. Then when you get diversity, you get differences. When you get differences, you can get contradictions, apparent only, but yeah. And some mystics have called the Quran itself an Umul Kitab because it is a resolver. I mean, and after all, we do realize in the Quran, we have you know, uh, the revelations which speak some outwardly, some only by, by implicitly of, of all, the, all, the, all the revelations. You know, after all, it refer, refers to messengership and that it's saying that this was part of, of the, hu this is the human story. And um, so in a sense, it is, uh, encompassing. It encompasses and confirms. It, it actually, I think in one of our readings, maybe yesterday or the day before, it said, oh, prophet, you know, this is a confirmation of all that came before it. It is not meant to set itself up the Quran in conflict. It actually confirms all the other sacred revelations and 
traditions. But, you know, but again, on another level, the Umul Kitab is the source of all revelations. I think in today's reading, it says, you know, Allah reveals these what you did not know, but it, saying that, you know, there are others that is, are not being shown, that inshallah, maybe in the, at the day of truth, we will be able to see, you know, the, the, um, the completeness of, the, of all, which must be an amazing, can you imagine? I mean, already it says there are 124,000 prophets, so, but the revelation is said is brought by the messengers, but then it also says that every believer is revelation. Then it, even deeper than that, every human being is a book and revelation and, you know, so on and on. It, it, there are all these layers and, and levels with which to perceive and, um, but none of them, in a sense, um, contradict or um, uh, dismiss another level. So just like we live in the body, but we have a divine soul. Well, the fact that we have a divine soul that is eternal, that encompasses all of the Umul Kitab, you might say, does not contradict the fact that we live in a body that has its own uh, wisdom and, and, and revelation. It's also a book. So it's, it's more like expanding our mind, expanding our heart, all our, you know, expand our hearts to embrace the, these truths that look different but are not. At some point, we have to also look at where the, the truth has embodied it, become embodied. And so, you know, it's really mainly embodied in the, in the tarikas. And, you know, that's where it's mainly embodied and lived, I would say, in the best way. Mostly. Mostly. Yeah. Except in the early, of course. But that was a tarika too, in a way, you know. Hazrat Ali, radiallahu an, this it was already had the form of, of tariqa. Um, as soon as the people took hand with the Prophet, peace be upon them, in Hudaybiyah, that was really, in a sense, the or, original form of uh, pledging a hand to Allah, pledging oneself to Allah. Yeah. Alhamdulillah. Well, I mean, zikr is, again, has many levels of zikr, but um, the Quran itself is called a, a zikr. That's one of the names of it or, or understandings. But zikr is what, you know, la ilaha illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, Allah, hu, ha, kai, kayum, kahar, all the, you know, but mainly la ilaha illallah, Allah, hu. But zikr is, is um, so as we know, our heart has you know, transformed with the power of those zikrs given by our peer. And, and, and then, of course, given by the Rasul to his close ones. And then that's what I'm saying. The uh, Tariq already started with him. And, um, and the names, Esma, Husna, uh, that we recite bring peace to our hearts. So that's zikr. Then zikr is what every creature in creation is given. It says, you know, uh, all the creatures have zikr, but you don't understand their zikr. You don't know what it is, but 
everything is praising. So zikr in its more fundamental meaning is simply praise of Allah, Allah praising Allah through creation, through all the, the beautiful beings in creation or in zikr. And so, um, you know, that's also zikr. So everything really finds peace through its own zikrullah, alhamdulillah. And so we could say even the so-called, the bad people, the bad guys uh, have their own zikr, you know, and, and that's pleasing to them also. Yeah. That Allah has given them. So everyone has zikr, but certainly for the dervish, it also means, you know, our, our dervish esmas and that we've been given, the fundamental ones, um, and of which la ilaha illallah, it says that the Sheikh al-Akbar said he used to think at some point that the name Asmal Allah was, um, you know, the most uh, a powerful zikr, but then he came back, interestingly enough, to Laila illallah, Muhammad Rasulullah, because he said it's a zikr that always transcends, ever transcending. So whatever one has realized with one is, is transcended in the next phrase of Laila illallah. Um, and as we know, Rabbi Zidni Ilmin, it's always, oh Allah, increase me in knowledge. So it's a constant movement toward the source, toward nearness and toward new knowledge and, and, and new realms of love. So alhamdulillah. Yeah. But who is very powerful too? Who? Name of essence. Yeah. Some people have called it the, um, you know, the, the greatest name, who. And so it's Definitely in there. That's why, really, those three are the most important. But Hazreti Pir brought 28. He was given 28. I think he's the only peer who was given 28. That's why he's called the seal of peers, of, of Tarika, seal of Tarika, because with the 28 esmas, there's some kind of completion or fulfillment, let's say. Yeah. Uh, may our dua be our breath, oh, Allah, please. May our dua be everything you've given us, our, our life, our breath, our, the blinking of our eyes to keep them moist and to bring us new sight moment by moment. And oh, please, Allah, may our dua be our feet that walk on your earth and may our dua be our hands that are consistently doing and grasping and, and moving and making beauty, oh Allah, and cooking food, and Allah may our, our dua be our thoughts of each other, our, our, our care, our love. May our dua be the, the beating of our heart, oh Allah, and, and our veins running through, the blood running through our veins, chanting your names, oh Allah, may our or do I be the nerves, our nerves that uh, that run like speed of light, and may our dua be our flesh and our skin and our hair, and may our dua be every moment of our life, O oh Allah, please, and, and may bless our, our community, bless 
our beloved sheikhs and peers, Ola, Sheikh Muzaffar Ashki, Aziz al-Jarahi, Sheikh Noor al-Anwar, Malik al-Jarahi, the mother of our peer, Amina Taslim al-Jarahi, our peer, peer Nuruddin al-Jarahi, uh, yeah, oh, the crown of, of, of sheikhs, crown of community. And please uh, bless our parents, our children, our siblings, our neighbors, our friends, Orla. Uh, bless everyone in your, in your boundless shower of mercy in this Ramadan. Please, no matter what we do, uh, for the little that we can offer to you, Orla, please bless us um, boundlessly. Amin, 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 amin. And bless all those here tonight. Thank you so much for forming this circle of prayer, this circle of Tarawi, to the secret heart of our peers of Fatiha. Allahumma sayyana Sayyidina Muhammad wa lali Sayyidina Muhammad wa sabbi wa sallam. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi Rabbin Anamin Rahman Irahim Maniki Omidin Iyakinabudu Wayakinastain Ihtina Sarata Mustakim Sarata Nadina Anamta Alehim Kadum Magdubi Alehim Wiladombin Laila Illa Hoo Amen. Oh.